0: a couple of weeks ago talking on this subject of how to be rich so would you take your bibles today go to the book of first timothy the sixth chapter where we've been over the past couple of weeks we're going to pick up there as you're doing that let me say hello to our campuses those strategic partners that come alongside of us each week to make a difference in their community so we welcome you today my name is eddie couples i'm the lead pastor for love and truth ministries and i'm glad that you're with us today i believe that god has a word for you so would you get ready to hear what god says the book of First Timothy, if you would go there, maybe you in your Bible or if you've got it downloaded on something, the book of First Timothy, the 6th chapter, and beginning in verse number 17, uh, let's read that. The Bible says, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth. We talked about that the first couple of weeks. Which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in what? God, right? Come on, say that. God, right? That's what we're supposed to put our hope in who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Think about that. Everybody told you God was mad at you? God didn't like you? God was dangling you over hell, just getting ready to snip it off and let you go? He says, I want to give you everything for your enjoyment. Then it goes on to say, very next verse, we haven't been in this verse yet, command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, And to be generous and willing to share now we've we've been talking on this whole aspect of how to be rich now everybody's telling you how to get rich i'm not telling you how to get rich all right Uh, i'm telling you how to be rich maybe maybe you're already there uh, and you don't know it hopefully i'll define that a little bit for you today uh, or, or maybe you're saying, one day I'd like to be rich, and, and there's nothing wrong in wanting to be rich. We, we kind of get sold a bill of goods sometimes that, hey, you shouldn't want that. The Word of God tells us that c- believers can be rich, uh, but he says there's a way to do that. And, and so here's what I want to talk about today. We've talked about some different aspects of this. Today I want to talk about living with margin, living with margin. Now I'll explain that because it may sound a little strange. Well, Pastor, uh, what are you talking about? I didn't say margarine. You know, I didn't say you know I couldn't, but can't believe it's not butter. I said margin. All right, Uh, the word margin means this: an extra amount of something that can be used if needed. Now look at that again: an extra amount of something that can be used if needed. That, that's how we are supposed to live. We're, we're supposed to live life with margin. We're supposed to have some at the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the month. We, we shouldn't be living uh, under that, that, you know, paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck mentality. We shouldn't be. You say, well, Pastor, if you knew what my paycheck was. Well, I'm going to help you with that. You ready? Yeah. All right. He, here's, here's what the Scripture says there. In verse 17, He talks to us about... Uh, our hope kind of migrating in other words that that once we begin to be a little blessed we begin to make a little money that if we're not careful we we begin to let our hope be- get into our money instead of to God and, and so he made a, he gives us a couple of things that we need to do first of all he says to keep your hope from migrating here's what you've got to do you've got to predecide to do more and give more if I don't want my hope in money or in my hope in stuff, then I've got to make a determination right now today that I am going to do more and I'm going to give more. Now, I, I know that, that I, was, I just figured that the whole church would erupt and we'd stand up and clap, and <laughs> I guess not. All right, well, let's go to the second point. If God has blessed you with more than you need, he's all, Pastor, I need it all. I, in fact, I, I need more than enough. You know, you said God's more than enough. I need more than enough. I, I, well, but when you were making half of what you're making, now you were making it. Well, glory. We have installed seat belts on your seats today. If you want to put those on, it could be a bumpy ride. If God has blessed you with more than you need, it is so that you can share your abundance with those in need. Well, Pastor, I thought God blessed me so I would get bigger this and better that and an upgrade there. And I, we, we talked about upgrades last week. We said God doesn't care for you to upgrade, but what God is saying to us is, that, look, I want to bless you, but I bless you so that you can be a blessing. We are blessed to be blessing. That's why God has blessed us, and that's why we get to live uh, in this nation that we live in, and we have the opportunity to go forward and to see great things happen. Now, uh, for, for many of us, our, our issue is, is that we just don't feel rich. I mean, I just, if, if I were to come to you today and say, are you rich? you go, well, of course not, Pastor, because you think I want a loan or I was going to take an offering or something. And, oh, no, Pastor, I'm not rich. But the truth is, if you make over $37,000 a year household income, you're in the top 4% in the world. Amen. Now, if you're in the top 4% in the world, I would have to say to you, you're rich. Amen. Well, I don't feel rich. I know we'll address that in a minute. All right, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm rich. I, I look at, and, and, and I don't feel rich. I got it. I understand. All right? If you make $45,000 a year or more household income, Are you ready for this? You're in the top 1% in the world. So, those of you who are hanging out at 37,000, just look around at those making 45,000 plus and go, Y'all are rich. You're stinking rich. You don't know it. Now, again, I thought there would be just great excitement. We came to church thinking we were poor, and now we found out we're rich. The Word of God tells us how to live that way. See, our our, our problem is that we don't feel rich. I I don't feel like it. Well, I don't feel Well, the reason is, there's a couple of reasons, but, but one of the biggest reasons is that we don't live with any margin in our life. We, we don't have any extra. We don't have anything that's a side over here that, that we live on and, and that we're, we're living here, but we've got a margin over here. The, the other reason, I'll give you this one, and this one I won't spend time with, but the other reason that we don't feel rich is because we are always looking at somebody who is ahead of us and comparing ourselves by what they have right? I mean, when, when your 25-year-old kid gets married and looks at you and thinks they ought to have the same house you got, no, come on, shout, you know, I'm preaching better than you're amening right now, all right? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and think they ought to have the same kind of car you got, and all. something's wrong with that picture. Something, some, why? Because it takes a while to get there. It takes a while to put on. So l- let's not always be looking. But the other reason is, is that we, we don't live with any margin. If if you want to feel rich, can I give you the the way to feel rich? How many of you want to feel rich? Come on, lift your hand up. Rest of you, weird. <laughs> all right. If you want to feel rich, I got the answer. Get rid of all your debt. That's it. I'm done. I'm out. It's over. No, I got too much invested here. All right. if you want to get if you want to feel rich get rid of all your debt I mean I can remember as a as a kid I, I went to work when I was about uh, the, my first job I got I think I was 13 and uh, but I remember when I was about 15 I got my you know permit and and I was working and then I got a car Boy, I got a car and and uh, it was a Delta 88 Royal it had a 455 four barrel engine and it would fly my mom, I thought she was buying me this big old car, and it was good for me. That car would fly. All right, it, it, we won't go into that. Anyway, um, but I was I was working for Ben Franklin. Anybody remember Ben Franklin's back? Boy, y'all are old. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and and I was making money, and I was putting money in the bank, putting money in the bank. And, and man, I had you know I had several hundred dollars in the bank. I felt rich. I mean, I felt I felt rich. Cause I had money in the bank. It, it felt good. Um, I, I guess the, the you know the the moral of that story is is that move home and live with your mom and daddy. You'll feel rich. I, I, <laughs> the, the issue is, is that we don't live a more. We're, we're spending. We're, we're constantly spending. Now, here's, here's what I want to tell you. Um, if you want to feel rich, you've got to come back. Some, some of us need to downsize. Some of us uh, need to, to not spend 110% anymore the government's taught you badly don't emulate the government learn to live within your means amen that was a good place for an amen all right um, in another word if you really want to feel rich travel to another country travel to a developing country go into a place. I love I love to watch people come back from missions trips because they come and say, pastor I've never been out of you know Madison County or Chester County, or but I went to, you know, wherever. I went to Belize or I went to Africa or I went, and man, well, I am so blessed. I, can't, I told my kids, if I ever hear them complaining again, I'm going to smack them. <laughs> you, you know, because we're so, I mean, why? Because when you begin to see how the rest of the world lives, you begin to realize how truly, in fact, even, and let me say it this way, even our poor people have it better than the majority of the world has it. Uh, um, and so, last week, we talked about some of the side effects of wealth. And, and let me just remind you of some of those side effects. Uh, we, we talked about that migration of your hope, how your hope has a tendency. When, when you don't have anything, you got to trust in God, right? I mean, it's like, oh, Lord. I mean, it's like some of y'all watching football yesterday. You were chanting and chanting and rooting. And, uh, and those of you who were Auburn fans were rooting. Those of you Alabama fans, those of you Tennessee, you know, whatever, whatever your team was yesterday, you're rooting. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, and, but, but it gets about the fourth quarter, and they're losing. You start praying. Right, I mean, when you're poor, you you don't have anything to depend on. You just go, Joe oh, Jesus, show up now. But you start getting some things, and and you know your your hope kind of begins to move into your stuff. Uh, and and what we find is is that if your hope is in wealth, you'll begin to hoard things. You'll begin to become tight fisted with things, and and you'll attempt to.